Podcast episode 72. I'm Eric Berger, joined as always by my co host Ryan Sinitsky. Hello, sir. Hey. We're back. Well, I'm back. You were here last week, but I wasn't. Yeah, so we weren't doing anything last <laughs> well, week. Right, so. yeah. Because I was sitting on a. Well, I was going to tell people I was sitting on a beach, but I was actually sitting inside near a beach. Yeah, you weren't actually on the beach. You're very pasty. Like, you're actually kind of red now. I'm always red. Well, no, I mean, like, like, like lobstery colored. Yeah, that, that's the color you get when you're tan. I, I guess. I do actually tan, but I think it's because I have these lights turned on kind of a... And you're wearing a red shirt. Jaundice too. piss color. That is definitely jaundice color, <clears throat> yeah. It, well, I mean, it's not like I don't... I, I'm particularly stellar looking when I'm tan either. There's a reason I'm always pale. <laughs> <laughs> and what is that reason? Because I don't want to look like the rock lobster. You don't want to <laughs> look like Jim Gaffigan? Yeah, really. I'm forever pale. I'm fine with that. I finally got around to actually watching Super Troopers 2 when How I was, was on the it? airplane. It's actually really good. I, I wasn't expecting much, but I did the uh, the Kickstarter for it way back in the day because they're having yeah, trouble finding. I remember uh, that, yeah. And I like lost my login, so I don't have the coupon code for the digital download. So I torrented it, as any good red bullet American would do. And yeah, I watched it on the plane. And it was really good. However, quite a bit of nudity in it. So I was sitting next to like this mother and her kids with the with Nintendo Switch, and I'm just like, well, did they did they blur it out or not? Nope. Weird, because, all right, so I tried to watch Blade Runner 2049 last time I was on a plane when I went down to Alabama. And uh, uh, I was trying to watch it, and they blurred out all the nudity, and they, like, censored all the swearing. And I'm like, What the hell? I was done with that. Is that, like, an as-seen-on-TV thing? I have no idea. But I ended up watching The Death of Stalin, which was hilarious. Because they had um, Steve Buscemi play Nikita Khrushchev. I watched... I like Steve Buscemi. Yeah, he plays a great Khrushchev. I watched the Mila Kunis movie about her um, ex breaking up with her who happens to be a spy, and it was actually one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Mila Kunis is the Jackie from... Yeah. Yes. Okay, I gotcha. The the perpetually hot girl from That 70s Show. Yeah, she is quite attractive. Oh, yeah, Mila she's, Kunis. she's definitely up there. Yeah. yeah. Recently, she did Bad Moms, which was also a really well, fun movie. Well, that wasn't movie. recently, but it was a few sort years of ago. Recently, okay, well, relative to, back, to, relative to that 70s show, yes. Time is super relative, because if you're talking about, like, vehicles, like, four years is an eternity. But if you're talking about movies, yeah, like, five years? Yeah. Same thing with, like, I mean, computer hardware. mean, they just came hardware. out, like, the second one, like, a year go now okay it's like they made the second one a christmas movie wait there's like I a bad mom's with. two yeah yeah christmas boogaloo yep. <laughs> as long as it's got the word boogaloo in it i am super game well that's that's interesting yeah I, that's that's odd to think about because yeah we we look back like 10 years on life like oh that was that was nothing that was oh, like yeah. that was ten, two ten years year, ago 10 years ago was 1999 right <laughs> no 10 years ago was 2009 yeah now, i know it's awful Good lord. It made me feel really old because 10 years ago I would have been in high school. Dude, I get time hop crap on Facebook now for like 14 years ago. I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. really yeah. depressing. I've that been on Facebook depressing. for like 15 years. Yeah. L- like way longer than all of my nieces and nephews have been around like together. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> no, I, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> um, I found out my wee was older than my nephew and I was like, oh, dear lord. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's super weird to think about that. Yeah, like I've got computer hardware that's still pretty good that's older than my nephew. Yeah, you... like he was playing the Wii and he's like, this thing's old. And I was like, what are you talking about? This is groundbreaking technology. And then I looked up I mean, the year. Ours is up there. I haven't used it for a while. I see that. Uh, it's in a plastic target bag. It is, yeah. <laughs> All um, right, so for Wii bowling. This is what really threw me through the loop and made me feel really old. The other day I saw a first-generation Prius with a collector plate. Oh wow! It's a thing. That's got to be the f- like they were right first yeah. in line for that because yeah. I think yeah ninety nine was the first year. Right? It was obviously a guy who owned a second car in his Prius. This is his daily runaround car. He just didn't want to pay for tabs on it. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a good topic. We should cover that at the beginning of like every January. Like, what are the cars now? Not only that you can import that are now eligible for the twenty five year rule. There was actually a good article I read on that last week. We yeah. should probably talk about. Not, but outside of Japanese cars, I read that too. The ninety nine yeah. model year. Yeah. What's, what what's there that came out that now is collector plates? You're like, oh, really? you know what? Why don't you add that into the next episode? Talk I'm about actually, that on Wednesday. I'm gonna do that. Yeah, because that that would be a good thing to get into now. Um, 
but yeah, no. So I saw that, and yeah, I just immediately felt really old. Um, I also made a reference to the Dave Matthews Band <laughs> to somebody they didn't know I was talking about. Oh no! Oh, no. <clears throat> I'm like, is this what it sounds like when I talk about like Animotion or Tears for Fears, and everybody looks at me funny? Because <laughs> I don't know what either of those two things are, but I do you know, know what DMD tear, is. Tears for Fears. Mm-hmm. Shout. Shout. Oh yeah, I do know. Who that's Tears for Fears. Okay, fine. Yeah. See, that's the thing with me. Like, you tell me road directions versus landmarks. I'm not gonna know what the hell you're talking about. You tell me the name of an artist or a, a song, and I don't know what you're talking about until you sing a little quip. And yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, of course. You were just complaining about that Coke. That Why do you want jam. that? Because I just had tacos. <laughs> just put Pepsi right over there. You were just complaining about my Coke. Why are you drinking it? We were, we were in the car, and she was complaining about my Coke, because I got Coke and not root beer. Also, check these coasters. Yeah, I know. I love them. From WeatherTech. I know. Yeah, Pretty WeatherTech, cool. if you're looking to sponsor somebody, we would love yeah, to talk with you. You have literally dozens of denizens of the internet. Yes. I and the looking, best ads ever. I, well, yeah. I plug their product voluntarily all the time. Yeah, you're also wearing a WeatherTech shirt. Am I? Oh, this is from Laguna <laughs> yeah, Seca. I know. <laughs> Okay, the mirrored cameras, I, my brain still can't wrap around yeah, that. Yeah, sure. Anyway, let's hop right into topics. Yeah, let's do that. This stuff is going to be maybe a little more out of date just because whatever. But Porsche is coming out with their new take an electric actually, car. Actually, I should say, I waited to add my topics until like midway through this week to make sure I had like at least relatively reasonable. Well, me too. But I kept logging in on my phone. I'm like, oh, this is a good thing. <laughs> I almost never do that. I sit down here right before we start the episode, and I grab topics. Oh, yeah. that You, you did it the way I usually do, or <laughs> I, I just do it throughout the week. So I'm going to pull up the link here before I really talk about it. But, yeah, the, uh, we talked about that Audi e-tron a couple of weeks ago. Yes. That this sedan is, thing that's based on the, the Taken. This is the turbo that's not a turbo. Oh, you spoiled it. But, yeah. Anyway, the new range-topping <laughs> Porsche Taken, they're going to call it a turbo, even though it's an electric car. It's entirely electric. Yeah. So they're going to have the Taken, the Taken S, and the Taken Turbo. So, so uh, this... uh, my question is, maybe, maybe just hopefully the Taken Turbo, they'll have like that supplementary like gas engine generator, and it'll be like a little tiny like, <laughs> a range extender, yeah, little, like three hundred cc like one cylinder, and they'll have a tiny little bit turbo on it, so like it burns, it gets better emissions or also, whatever. Do you know what's beautiful? There's no drop frames when I'm scrolling through. God, that's great. Yeah, article. we have a we have Yay. a new new stream rig. Yeah, new new guts underneath the table here that you can't see. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll probably kick it. I've got the window on this side just in case I kick it and it goes through. But I always run with the window off of my computer because it's just I just make too much. This heat. has plenty of airflow. I added a second fan after doing some benchmarks with it. And for the technologically inclined, it's a Ryzen 3 2200G, 16 gigs of Oh, G-Skill that's Ages. what you bought the Ryzen for? Yeah. Jesus. And then it's got a RX 570 graphics card. So it's actually using that for hardware encoding, which is probably why this is smooth now. We're also mining Bitcoin at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ex- like... Plus it's a nice desk heater. <laughs> yeah, really. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about that because I was I follow Alex Roy on Facebook and he posted this when I was sitting down near a beach inside last week, and I'm like, really, really? Oh, sorry, Taken Taken 4S and Taken Turbo. So yeah, base price on the Taken Turbo is a hundred and thirty thousand dollars and it requires a two thousand five hundred dollar deposit. So what they're doing here is they're making a Tesla. They're lying about the name and it costs more. Okay. I would buy an iPace up and down before I bought one of these. I would either buy a Tesla or buy a Mitsubishi IMI of. There's very little in between. Wow. That is... You are... Nobody in the entire history of the world has cross-shopped those two vehicles. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, cool. Do do what you do, I'm, man. I'm also the... I've got the most ridiculous set of prerequisites when I cross-shop. Like, when I was getting rid yes. of the CRX, I would cross-shopped... A Mitsubishi Mirage with a WRX, a FRS, and I think a three. I got eighties three hundred ZX. I know that ah! was my reaction. <laughs> well, it, it, I explained it. Like, I got, I had reasoning for each one. I'm like, do I want a car? It's just like purely fuel economy. It's still really adorable. Do I want something that's just like really, really me? Do I want something that's you know the Z31 presumably was the very you. <clears throat> yeah, the car? very me one. Okay. The WRX is like the 
oh, you know what? I can just be sensible here. It's just like, yeah, it's one of those things. I ended up uh, getting none of those. I got a uh, Toyota Cressida, which blew a head gasket months later. Do you still have a transmission on that thing or no? I do. I haven't had a chance to get in the garage and actually take the old one out. It's pretty crappy, although it's beautiful today. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's not that it's like crappy out. Like, I can, I have heat in the garage. The only problem is, is like the roof on the garage is kind of low, so like I can't put a lift in there or anything. I so know all about those problems. I'm going to be, like, laying in mud, so I'm oh. really not looking forward to doing a tranny on my car. If you were a scantily time. clad attractive woman doing that, I would be all Yeah, if it was it, warm but... mud, it'd be okay. But it's cold, slushy mud getting in my hair and being disgusting. And Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to see that. I don't want that. That would be, that would be just awful. Yeah, so. it sucks. I feel like I just get, I feel like I get out of a coal mine like when I get out from underneath my car in the middle of winter. I've got like, the black lung pop. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, like my lungs full of salt. <laughs> You've been down there twenty minutes. Talk to me in thirty years. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, did they have any like reasoning for why they called the Taken the Turbo? Uh, I, I because it sounds cool. I don't know. And I also just realized that I put a topic in your thing. No, that was me. I did that one. Oh, you did. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, Excellent. But, I, I mean, I guess it kind of follow, follows, like, Porsche's MO, because Carrera used to be their, like, big thing, and now it's their base model. Well, and I think how they're getting around this is, like, they don't necessarily... I mean, the people that buy Porsches, they say turbo. They don't know what a turbocharger is. Yeah, because they, they're They're like, oh, turbo. Turbo means fast. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I mean, it, it does, and it is. And I guess, like, the turbo switch on a computer actually slowed it down back in the day. Is Maybe the turbo is going to be slower. That might be it. If it is, it props the Porsche. It, I really hope a that more expensive, you'll be way less. slower one. But but it'll it'll run Doom better, way better, yeah. way better for me. I need a turbo button for my Threadripper because yeah. I want to be able to run old games. So I needed to like cut off like fifteen cores and cut the speed in half on one of them. And but if there was a button for that, I would use it all the time. That'd be hilarious. I think you should go find like one I of those. Should email AMD. You should you should like get one of those old computers that like actually have the turbo button on them. Yeah. And just take the button and put it on your computer. That would be so hard. It's all tempered glass. The whole thing? The whole thing. No, not this. The one at home. Oh, the one at home, yeah. 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 Oh, that is true. Yeah. Oh, I bought a 1080 Ti. I know. I was there. Did did you wear your hat? No. Sorry. But it worked fine. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, But it's like, it's one of the blower style coolers. So, like, those things are just crap. Yeah, it's like deafeningly loud. But I figured out NZXT, they make a bracket. That lets you put any all-in-one liquid cooler on any graphics card for no, thirty dollars. No shit. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's actually really uh, affordable. Yeah, I'm gonna just water cool it because yeah, I just I. Why don't you just take the entire element. computer and just dunk it in mineral uh, oil? Mm, I've seen them. I've seen Linus. I think do that. Yeah. That was the only Linus Tech Tips video I got halfway through before I realized that he is a dumpster personality and I had to block him. <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm not gonna do that. Um, I um. But it's it's very fast. I've always I've always wanted down. to do a wall mount. Oh yeah, where it's but have it all in like mineral. Is it mineral spirits? Mineral it's oil? mineral oil. It's mineral yeah, oil. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, have the whole thing in mineral oil. That'd be but, tough. But then, then even better, in front of it, have an aquarium, so it looks like the fish are swimming inside of the computer. That's actually a really good idea. That'd be really cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. So that's, that's that would be one case for like a ton of RGB components yeah. too. Yeah, it'd be really funny. Thermaltake makes that really excellent uh, wall mount case, but it's it's like a naked case, so it's mostly open, so you can't I, you fill can it with just oil. Kind of make it with your own stuff, because I mean, wall yeah. mounts are a wall mount case is nothing to really like. It's not that hard to make. Or just like yeah, buy an off the shelf aquarium and just partition it with some like really good epoxy and. That's kind of what I was thinking. Plexiglass. Yeah. Flex tape. Sorry, Flex tape really fixes Flex everything. Tape, yeah. <laughs> Flex tape, yeah. But I think. Uh, <laughs> No. We are full of good consumer advice here. Yes. Also, Everyone. John Tron is always welcome on our show. John Chafari. Um, he's. Oh, no. Have you, heard, you know who he is, right? I don't. And OBS just crashed. Okay, so we're off Twitch. We're off Twitch, and we're still recording audio, but not video. Um, all right. Well, let's just wait for a minute. And we have to uh, do some stitching. Sorry about this, guys. So, um, and we're back. Ooh, right. Um, okay. I don't. Sorry about that, Twitch. People. Uh, I will have to look into what's going on here. 
maybe maybe my overclock on this thing is too much. It might be. Maybe, let me try turning this down a little bit. Profile one. Nope, that's too much too. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Everyone, we're learning how to use Ryzen Master right now. I can't do that this either. This is a learning experience for us all. It's only letting me go up from here? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not doing that. All right, I'll fix this later. If it crashes again, I'll have to do something about it. But okay. let's hope that it stays stable. Yes, this should be very lots. fine. It, let's just not move backup. that much, and we'll be fine. <clears throat> yes. Sorry, Twitch people. It, well, you're, you're breaking it in with us. So if you're on the audio podcast version, you're you're solid. But Okay, next story. You, uh, this is you. Yes, it is me. All right. So I'll, I'll open up the link here so we're ready. Please open that up. Um, and this is all... Now, now our flow's all messed up. Boom. Oh. All right, so... What happened here was oh, you told hilarious. Me uh, yeah, I was telling Jan about it. This um, dealership in Arkansas sold this gentleman a Ferrari, but they had botched... What sort of Ferrari was it? Uh, F430. Nobody cares. Okay. That's um, true. Nobody cares. Yeah, no, really. It's like, <laughs> that's the car that a fool gets, because you can get a 360... It's the Camry Ferrari. You can get a 360, which is... No, the Camry's a good buy. It's the Malibu Ferrari. Ooh. Oh, no. Um, 360s are worse, but... Well, no, that's the thing. It's like the 360's cheaper, though, and it looks like the exact same. If you're getting a 430, you're getting... 360 a... looks a lot worse than a 430. The thing is, if you're buying a 430, you're buying it not to impress like people that actually know what they're talking about, because oh, yeah. nobody's going to give a shit about 430. No, yeah, you're impressing all the women on the street with plastic surgery. Yeah, which you can easily accomplish yeah. with a 360 and save yourself like $20,000. It's much easier to find a manual 360. Exactly. Um, or you get a 458... Which, which is the right decision, yeah, even that's though the it's sig- auto only. Yeah, that's the significantly better car. Because that car's gorgeous. Oh, it's gorgeous and it actually works really well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's reliable. It has like a good warranty and stuff. Yeah, and it's actually quite quick. Like, it, it's oh, it's just, very fast. Plus, it, it revs it, to 9,000 ripums. Yeah, and, and, and it looks like the bee's knees, yes. which is important. Kira Knightley. But um, <laughs> anyway, so this dealership uh, has to pay... It was sued by the guy that bought this Ferrari. Oh, because there was like rust on it. There was like it needed like a like a it needed all ball all the ball joints, like a brake job, and like oh. an engine out service. Yikes! Four thirties are pretty reliable, so that's sketchy. yeah. So the car like went through a life. Okay. Um, so how much did the guy pay for the car? Are you just like sued well, for his the, purchase the, price or what? No, the guy the guy paid uh, ninety thousand dollars for the car. That's really cheap. Yeah, four thirty. Yeah, well, that's probably why it's such a sack of shit. Yeah, probably, but like, don't you just accept that when you buy the cheapest of something? Apparently not, if you're this <laughs> guy at least, because he got it to he got, he bought it uh, sight unseen out of state, which okay. is like a foolish. That's a great idea. Let me just buy the cheapest Ferrari I can. Oh wait, sight unseen. Out I of did state. that. It was fine. Well, because you're also a mechanic, you know how to do your shit. This that's guy, true. this guy bought a four thirty, which true. means that he's a fool. And doesn't know... Are you kidding me? Well, OBS crashed again. Well, let's just keep going with the podcast. I'm okay. going to reboot this thing. And... Sorry, Twitch. Um, but yeah, anyway, so... Um, yeah, he... One second here. Now my computer's all <laughs> acting up. We really should do like a pilot episode with like the new computer. Well, I, I tested everything, but it just apparently wasn't good enough. So, um, all right, anyway. The guy bought a, uh, F430, and the F430 was... Obviously, the car that he bought because he doesn't know how to do anything with a Ferrari. He doesn't know what well, he's doing. He yeah, just it's bought the it because it's a Ferrari. People buy when they don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, he buys it, and uh, upon uh, upon like actually getting it, he smelled gas in the car the first time he drove it. Okay. So had a fuel leak in it, um, which is pretty common for Ferraris, actually. So this, so he had a cracked exhaust manifold, a leaking fuel pump, and problems with the suspension. So like ball joints and stuff. Yikes! So yeah, really expensive, right? <laughs> yeah, probably on a Ferrari. Parts well, are expensive. The thing is, Mercedes sold it as is. Okay, so perfect. They covered their butts like every used car dealer does. And they refused to do the repairs. The gentleman, um, this uh, his name's in here, um, Hamid Adeli. Wow. Um, he then filed suit for breach of warranty because there's still, even though it's like as is, like there's still yeah. like a like a short like thirty day like sure like it lemon, depends on uh, the state like a lemon loss sort of sure. warranty thing. Yeah, I some guess. states have that, a lot don't. Yeah, I, so I, I guess that's what it is. 
Um, but anyway, so it was $6,835 in damages. That's okay. That's a lot, but not unreasonable. That's a perfectly reasonable amount of money for Agreed. a Ferrari. That's, that, yeah. that, that is an amount that you can attain on like an Audi S8. That's, like, that's what you should just expect to have to pay per year in maintenance to keep something like no, that. No, seriously, yeah. yeah. Um, and then they also, the jury said he also had the dealership had to pay $13,000. $366 in incidentals for like lawyer fees and such as such as that. Yeah. Also, $5.8 million. What? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Why? <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> That's the thing. Um, so a $90,000 car that needed six grand in work and the guy gets $5.8 million in a payout. Yeah. So I'm what, sure there's some part of the story that I'm just missing, but uh, that seems excessive. Yeah, I guess like I, from what I'd imagine, it's probably like you know loss of faith or whatever, personal like punitive damages it, it, or punitive something. Damages. Oh or something. The guy must have had a really good lawyer. Yeah, I want to know who his lawyer is. Right? Seriously, like, I want him I, on retainer. There, yeah, that, that, yeah, I'm, I'm, I would be, I would love that. I would sue anybody and everybody with that lawyer. <laughs> It'd be well, great. Apparently, it's cost effective to do so. Apparently, yeah. Good lord. Uh, the dealership is, uh, they're still uh, appealing that decision because they want to get it lowered down to twenty seven thousand three hundred and forty, which is the cost I think that's of the much lawyer. More reasonable. That, that's a reasonable amount. Like honestly, plus. I would say, you know, if I was a judge, I would say, including the pain in the ass factor, because the dealership, it, they are dicks in this situation. Well, where, clearly, if they like, like, denied taking the car back and all that. Yeah, like, they, they should have done something to help this guy. Um, I would say maybe 37. So the guy gets an extra 10 grand on top, you know, say, hey, you have to deal, you have to deal with a bunch of bullshit. Here you go. Oh, my God. Um, but apparently not. Um, anyway, so the thing is, they're now having... This is just an example of a dealership having a mechanic that half-assed a PDI that mm-hmm. um, they the guy really should have taken it out for another inspection. The guy should have... I don't, it is 100% the buyer's fault. Yeah, this is this guy is... He's, he's at fault entirely because he didn't look at it at all. He just took some random dealership's word for it. Like, I don't know. It's like... I. If I buy a car from Maury's, even, yeah. and they're like the most reputable dealership in the Twin Cities, mm-hmm. if I buy a car from Maury's, I'm still gonna like do a pre-purchase inspection myself. Yeah, well, especially on something like this. On any car, because uh, I n- guess that, for like crash damage, maybe. But well, no, it's just because I know I I just get my I get into a car. I'm like, yeah, I, I want this V6 manual Camry coupe. Oh yeah, like I, this is gonna happen. Well, I don't, yeah. If that I thing turns out to be I totaled. don't even care. I'm going to be doing this timing belt, and I'm going to be doing this transmission rebuild. I don't care at all. But Those then, transmissions are good. Yeah, but it, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it, I got you. I'm thinking like the worst possible things. Like that, That'd be my mindset. If I take it to a mechanic, and the mechanic's like, yeah, you don't, do, don't get this. This is aw- it's an awful deal. <laughs> like, There's everything wrong with then it. Then you give them the sad face and buy it anyway. Yeah. Then, or after negotiating. Yeah, it's the same. Then, then you just wait until the car's about to go to auction and get it for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, look, here's yeah. the deal, all right? Yeah. So anyway, this dealership, um, no, they, I mean, the thing is, they have the car priced, right? There's the cheapest Ferrari in the country. There's a reason for or that. 430 anyway. I, I, yeah, that's true. It's it's not a uh, 378 2 plus 2 or whatever that, whatever that late 70s Dino thing was. What was that? 348, 456? No, that was the 90s one. No, um, it's one from the 70s. Yeah. I don't remember. It eventually turned into a Mondial. Yeah, I don't remember what it was yeah, called. It's not one of those. Um, <laughs> a slightly less garbagey. Yeah, but I mean, like, to be fair, they probably should have done the fuel pump. Yeah, probably. Because that's a fire hazard. You know, the exhaust manifold, yeah, it sucks, but it's not a fire hazard. Uh, suspension sucks, not a fire hazard. Uh, yeah, I mean,. If they if it turns out that this dealership like said the car was perfect and none of these were issues, and or sold it with any sort of warranty, yeah, that would be a different situation. Yeah, in, also, in which to the previous owner that clearly just drove the balls out of this oh, thing yeah. like through the winter and stuff. Yeah, it just like totally <laughs> annihilated the car. A rusty F four thirty. My thing is so like <laughs> what I can't get over is how bad of a decision purchasing this vehicle is because this is a yeah. ni- this car is ninety thousand dollars. Yeah. Name me 
three cars within that price range uh, that are around that price range and would give you the same amount of clout and would actually be cooler. Aston Martin DBS. Yep. I guess your car. 360 Modena with a manual. Yep. Or, I mean, yeah, my car, but that's kind of a cop-out. Kind of a crappy Testarossa. Gallardo manual. Yeah. Yeah. So You can get an early 5-liter with a stick for that, for sure. I, I would say a... Or like an R8 V10 Spider 6-speed? Yeah. Boom. Um, I would say a Lamborghini Yalpa. <laughs> okay, older, but good. Yep. Um, <laughs> Testarossa, you can still... Oh, hell yeah. You can get a higher Those, mile Testar... I feel like they peaked and are coming back down a little nope, bit on they, price. They're still coming up, dude. Not really? Yeah. I'd say I, I, there's just been like a lot of really crappy Testarossa stuff come up on Bringer Trailer. I think that's why you're thinking it. Um, but yeah, I would say uh, a Testarossa, your car, a 355, um, or just yeah to move it out of Germ- or to move it out of Italy for like two seconds. Right. Well, I mean, the whole thing is like you buy a supercar to be looked at, right? I, so. I would get a flat nose 911 930 turbo. No. Wide body. Can you? You can get that. Really? For you can 90, get a slant nose 930 turbo? Oh, that's pretty. Yeah, that's a good buy. Yeah. Definitely do that. It's so, probably not going to be a super nice one, but. Who cares? You're all you're you're buying it just to flex on people. <laughs> that's true. Like that's what this car is for. <laughs> as long as the paint looks fine <laughs> and it, you can see it driving down the highway, it's fine. Because this car is that's what this guy bought this for. This guy obviously is not a driver because he bought a 430. All he wants to do is he wants to impress women and just bathe them in his Ralph Lauren polo sport. And oh when my boss bought his 430, I'm just like, really? And the thing, I think it's got 16,000 miles on it. I did like the trans fluid service on it. And like there were like chunks of synchro in the fluid already. I'm like, these F1s are really, really hard on themselves. Yeah. Because every shift is like a bang shift with that computer. And it's, it's just terrible. Oh, it's, it's awful. Do not buy a 430. Unless it's a manual, in which case, buy the crap out of that 430, because those are worth like 280 grand now. Seriously? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Manual 430s sense. are worth like two or three times as much as a paddle shift one. I'm so happy about that. I hope every single person I got a paddle shift just fucking hates themselves. Well, see, I don't think they do, because they're dumb. They don't do any research. They don't pay attention to anything. They're just, nah. I just, I just want, I want to be there, like... When, when I inevitably die, I want my spirit to just go to a Ferrari dealership. Right when some guy <laughs> with a just automatic like 430 is trading Ooh. his car in. Yeah. And he goes, wait, you're going to give me how much? And it's like... It's going to be worth like 30 grand. Yeah, it's going to be like <laughs> worth nothing. And then there's like right next to him, hey, Marcy. Uh, when... Uh, when Then like next to him in the other like desk, you can hear the other person say... Yeah, this uh, manual 430 is worth a lot of money. This it's is three hundred seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. $300,000 car, and you have six digits of miles on it. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think so in the future. I so. just I just want to watch that guy just have a horrible life. Hey, yep. Bye, Marcy. <laughs> Bye, um, Well, either way, I think the moral of this story is don't buy a 430. Yeah, that's kind of the end of it. If you buy a 430... You deserve it. You could have bought a Lamborghini Yalpa, or which any, is much cooler. I would I would probably take a DBS of all the results that we came up with. Maybe an R8 V10 Spider because that's actually a pretty solid car. <sighs> it's, upper, it's pretty good. Upper oil pans leak on those. Yeah, I got RTV and stop leak. I don't think you understand how expensive that is. RTV, I know exactly what goes on in those yeah, engines. Yeah, you have to drop the entire rotor. I know assembly. all about the jack shafts and all. Don't you like the air conditioning compressor on the 5.2 FSI? Oh yeah. Yeah, my for favorite, those of you that don't know, my favorite thing is when people come in <laughs> with their secondhand S8. And oh, well, the S8 one, doesn't have the AC compressor. That's driven by a drive shaft and a belt through a bearing on the front case. Oh, they didn't have enough room for the air conditioning compressors. So I'd they say because it's like insane on a they, on a yeah, S8. They put yeah. a pulley in two bearings on the front case. And then it's got a cog belt on the back side of that that goes back about six inches closer to the block. And then that runs a small drive shaft forward to the air conditioning compressor on the back side of the engine. Um, yeah. Okay. So that, that, that's not going to work out very just, well. Uh, yeah, just delete your air conditioning if you have a problem with your RAV10. And yeah. And don't buy a 430. And here, one step, before we move on to the next topic, Jenna, what's, what would you spend $90,000 on on a car? Because okay. I can't think of like many cars. I think like I can't think of any ninety thousand dollars French car. The most expensive a car turbo. that I can think of me wanting, like, well, I mean, Renault Five Turbo Two. Yeah, yeah but like, 
$90,000. That's still like a lot of money. Maybe like a G-Wagon. That's true. Like you a G-Wagon. A G-Wagon. A G-Wagon. That's a good flex vehicle. Yeah. yeah. You could probably buy both. Uh, yeah. Like just like thinking of the Wait, cars. Wait, a brand like, new G-Wagon. Even like the like, Porsches I really like those are more than 100. expensive. So, like, well, a couple of years off. Often, no, yeah, you I could buy a CPO. I mean, G-Wagon. there's that Barbie Porsche that I wanted, but that was like two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> what? So. What constitutes a Barbie Porsche? It was Porsche and pink. Oh, it you was mean ruby stone red? Ruby stone red nine eleven with pink seat belts and pink and purple leather seats. That sounds really awful. And well, not only that, it was also a nine nine three turbo four. I think this is, I think it was a four wheel and it was a convertible. Like it was a weird combination of things. Yeah, that I mean, all the turbos in the nine nine three were all wheel drive, but I don't know if they made a cab. This one was a cab, if I remember correctly. I don't think they made a turbo. Oh, it wasn't. Okay, disregard. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a convertible. Then. I think the nine nine six was the first time you could get a turbo cab. Yeah. <clears throat> well, so, an all wheel drive turbo cab. Okay, so then yeah, this one was not a cab really, but it was a four wheel drive turbo, in ruby stone red with well, that like was custom. Way over this budget of ninety thousand. Yeah, I was gonna say we're shopping for nine thirty turbos, and even those are like a decent yeah. ones, like one hundred and thirty so, like, grand. Either, so the I didn't know you were looking for one. Yeah. Well, I'll let you know next time I find a good one. Okay. It has to be black. That's I the click. Only... I click on every single one that goes through oh, BAT. So. Yeah, I I'm getting there too. And what, then also uh, BMW what kind of, Z8. What kind of mileage and what sort of? I want ideally. Uh, I don't care about miles, but I do care about engine service. It's okay. air-cooled Porsche, so it needs to have a service history. But we actually bid on a... It was a 964 Turbo S? Yep. No, Turbo 2S? Anyway, the I think it was emissions back in the day when that car was bringing itself to the U.S. They couldn't bring us the Turbo S because the catalytic converters or something just weren't quite good enough. So they shipped brand new turbos to the states and they had a company in california contracted to take those straight off of the carriers and do the turbo s engine mods to it so it cool. was the earlier 964 smaller 3.4 engine but they put like the bigger turbo and the better tune on it bigger That's actually really cool. and this was like a fully documented car really low miles really well taken care of just had a top end rebuild had like 30,000 miles, and it went just a little above what we wanted to spend on it, but that would have been kind of a cool thing. Can I implore you to buy a flash flow? I'm not buying this. Oh, it's who not is? me. I think my, my dad wants a 964. I'm like, well, if you're going to get a 964, it has to be a turbo. No. So okay. look for a turbo. Hmm. I yeah, don't, I'll keep I'm that not mind. really interested in any Porsche right now. The only, you know, I noticed that um, non-turbo flat nose. 930s are... I love slant nose 930s. Yeah, they're really cool. And they're actually kind of affordable. That's really surprising to me. The non-turbo ones, if you get if you get the one that's just like the wrong everything, it's like a hundred... It's could actually you, like real life affordable. Could it, you get a Targa with the slant nose? Um, yeah, you could. Because the, the slant nose was the optional extra. Okay. So then, you, yeah, you, that's, you that's how you do it then. Yeah, that'd be really cool. A Targa slant nose would be Because the Targas are worth nothing. And I the mean, thing, they're still worth a lot. But. Well, no, that's the thing. is Actually, I, the Targa is my favorite. Mark used to have an 81 SC Targa. Yeah, it's a great car. Like, I, I don't know what happened to his taste in vehicles. Because they used to have that 911 and a C43 AMG. And now he's got a Tesla and a... Well, I mean, the, he is... I mean, the, it's getting better, I guess, but like he went from he had a, he had his five forty six speed to a B six S four. We had a kid. This was way He's before we, that. Oh, really? Yeah, and mm-hmm. then he went to a C six two point eight beige Audi A six. Oh, which Jesus, had a sticking throttle issue, which was really fun, which happened a lot. That's and then awful. he went to a D three A eight four two L. Yeah, and oh. then. After what the that, hell happened to he him? He went to, uh, it was a 2008 S6 with the V10. So, that was better. a terrible car. Yeah. And then what did he buy after that? Something else disgusting. Yeah, anyway, but it's better now that I blackmailed them into buying this Merchilago. Yeah, good. And, the, the and he still has this weird like, whole Audi thing going on. I know. He, yeah. Well, they have an RS3 now, too. It's so weird. My sister-in-law's car is an RS3. It's, you're, it's like you're like winning him. It's like winning somebody out of like having a drinking problem. It's like here, here's some St. Pauli girl. He had a like really, that's that's his St. Pauli girl. Like out really of his problem. That's a weird metaphor. I mean, it's not wrong, but it's weird. <laughs> it's, it's true though. It's you're getting him back into 
like cars that are actually worth the money. I do kind of like looking at that Mercury logo. It's a it, that is a car that I absolutely detested for the longest time. I wonder and if I can raise the engine cooling vents and then shut it off with the vents up. Because those back cooling ducts, they come up like six inches when the engine gets hot, and you can manually turn no them. Shit. Yeah. Oh, that'd be oh really cool. it looks really cool. I would just. I, I wonder. Can you just like have a little button, like a toggle switch? There is one in the car from the factory. I I would just. Yeah. But I think it. I think it puts them down when you turn the car. Off. Of course that does, because it's an Audi. No. Well, this is Lamborghini Electronics. Well, no, that's the thing is they sold Audi sitting there being the fun police. So. <laughs> Like, <laughs> okay, I'm just like imagining just like stereotypical Italians, the stereotypical Germans when they're making this car and just the disagreements and the bitter squabbles about nothing. Yeah, no, it's like, do you know somebody from Italy? Because we know enough Germans that we can make this happen. I, I do. Yeah, yeah. I, this dude, I, do, I do you remember um, Fat White Kid Muhammad? Yeah. Yeah, so his dad is actually like super Italian. His name's Giovanni. Oh my God. Um, but uh, he is calls Peter Marietto Italian? Yeah, that's how his last name is Mariuto. Also, why I call him Guido? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, but no, uh, <laughs> Muhammad's dad, um, he calls himself Mojo. That's weird. He, he's a, he's a, actually like really good with tuning CIS. Oh, wow. That is an unhealthy person. Well, that's the thing. It's like He's like the best CIS tuner. Like, I bet Trigg like, and him get along great. He, oh, yeah, swimming lane. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, he taught Trigg a lot about how to do stuff with CIS. Yeah. Um, but no, this guy's like this like super old Italian guy, and he he's like a wizard with CIS and knows everything about it. Um, last this time makes I, my insides hurt. Last place I knew he was working was at Crest Automotive in Richfield. Okay, but the guy just like he just sits around like smoking cigarettes all day, like waiting for old Mercedes to come in. Works for like ten minutes, gets like makes like a, a month's wages doing. that. Yeah, exactly. Then goes back to just sitting around smoking cigarettes and like just reminiscing about the good old days. The guy's awesome. Um... But yeah, anyway, we should move on from this topic. Uh, let's talk about Tesla. Sounds good. Yep. So last week, Tesla, well, with the new year, officially, all of their $7,500 tax credits went away. Because I think it was in October and November, they crossed the number of units. Okay. Where there's, it's based on six-month windows of time. So if you cross over it between July and December 31st, you can still sell all of the vehicles delivered within that period of time at the full tax credit. But they had sold, you know, over the number of units to go from the 7500 to the 3750 So it halves every six months after you hit that limit. Yeah. So in a sense, every car delivered January 1st, 2019 to, uh, let's see, what's six months from now? June 29th, 20, or 2019. Did I say 2016? I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Anyway, anyway so on. any car delivered in the next six months will take advantage of a thirty-seven fifty tax credit. And then, Three thousand seven hundred fifty. Correct. Okay. I'm just lazy. And then every uh, car uh, delivered just, six that months could, after that could that. also easily be a tax form. So that's true. Like, <laughs> that's why I did three thousand seven hundred fifty dollars yeah. US. <laughs> and then uh, that halves again in six months. So in order to keep people interested in ordering brand new Model Threes, Model Ss, Xs just before they're probably going to revise the SNX pretty soon. They cut their entire model line by $2,000. Oh, so now the effective difference is about $1,500. So you're still paying a little bit more, but you're getting more money off at the get-go, yeah. which is nice because the tax credit, you still have to pay full price for the car, yeah. and then you just get it back from the IRS by not having to pay. So it's a nice move. I mean, I still really like the Model 3. Uh, by the end of the year, I don't know how likely it'll be that I own a Tesla product, maybe, but I still don't know if I would go with a new Model 3 or a used Model S. I think I would go with a used Model S. But the Model 3 drives a lot better, but the what, S has a much more interior volume. What would you... What trim level of Model S? Uh, first year, 85, rear-wheel drive. I go with a 3. I would get like a completely base Model 3. Yep, that's fine. I'd a, rather a black I'd, one, short I'd, range, rear wheel drive. I'd rather have that than this. And my reasoning is, this is the same thing that you get with the Ferrari F430. <laughs> you have your 430 to flex some people, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so you're driving your 430 around. You come up to stoplight. And you're like, yeah, I got this cool 430. Or I got this cool, like Tesla 85. And then next to you rolls up a P100D, and you look like a fool. 
Now, if you have a Model 3, you go, I have a Model 3. I have a base model. I bought this because it's a great car, and this is the cheapest version of this, this great car This is the lowest profit margin Tesla in existence. I got this because <laughs> this is the cheapest way to get into this fantastic car. Now, what that is... Plus, if I buy a Model 3, I can go kick piss jugs in the dick as hard as I can. Yes. Exactly. Now, the other thing is, Model 3, however, I will say is something closer akin to, like, a 930 with a lot of miles on it. I please do go on because the 930 with a lot of miles on it. Yeah, you are then it. You still have a 930. Yeah, and you will pull next to the guy with the 930 and spent a ton of money on his 930, and nobody will know the difference. Correct, because there's eight trillion versions of the 930. Nobody can tell which one's what. Right. So yet yeah, you now have your nine your 930 SE Targa mm-hmm. with you know eighty five thousand miles on it, and you look just as cool as a guy with the 930 narrow body turbo. With so, 5,000 miles on it. With 5,000 miles on it. <laughs> and you said a fraction of that price. I and gotcha. that is my logic there. So that's what I would... I am so sad that the internet missed your point just now. But that was still being recorded on the... It prob- oh, yeah, yeah, it probably was. Okay, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I guess I'm excited that Tesla is at least taking a little bit of you know, action to try to even out this kind of big deal for a lot of people that are actually in the market for a new electric vehicle that's relatively long range, especially before things like the Kona EV come out this year. Because mm-hmm. that's a $30,000 vehicle that does 300 miles out of yeah, the box. That, that's going to... Um, but it's front-wheel drive. It's going to hurt Tesla, though. I think what Tesla... It will. It's going to motivate them to actually... Do more. Do some things, which is nice, because right now I think they're kind of resting on their laurels because they know they can charge for no, it. No, it's Ford in 1920. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Uh, um, I did some Googling. I'm going to go ahead and try this in Windows 7 compatibility mode. Okay. But yeah, I think you have the next story. I do, which yes. Is, you have um, it? Perfect. Right. So this is a story of insurance fraud. Okay. <laughs> a, man, a man that had a... Completely god awful Volkswagen Type 2, which accounts for roughly 98% of all Type 2s that's in the world. That's an air cooled Beetle? Uh, that's an air cooled bus, is the Type 2. Okay. So, guys, an air cooled uh, camper bus um, reports it's stolen to his insurance company. Okay. <laughs> and then miraculously finds it parked in a, at a park uh, in much better condition about a month later. So, what happened was. <laughs> This is it. The guy rented a van and okay. put his license plates on the van and then finds it in the park, finds it in the park, and calls his insurance and says, I found my van, and tries to get his payout for it, and then uh, buy the van back from the insurance, and then he gets a nicer van and the money. Oh, okay. Obviously, the second the inspector took a look at the van... Like, take a look at the picture of the van. He goes, who steals a van and restores it? So they go out, take a look at the van, find that the vans don't match at all. Ah. <laughs> and the guy just slaps some plates on from another van. Um, this is not a smart criminal. No, this is an absolute idiot. <laughs> um, so uh, the country of England has thrown the book at him. Um, or oh, this was in England. Britain. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is basically the equivalent of their death penalty. Their death penalty. A ten Off mo- with his head. A ten-month prison sentence, nine hundred dollars in court fees, and two hundred and fifty hours of community service. That's actually not that bad. Two hundred and fifty hours of community service. Yeah, that's pretty typical. That guy's got all sorts of melanoma and trench foot. <laughs> like that's gonna suck. But I mean, in, in like England, like it's that's a pretty big deal. But scroll down; they'll show you a picture of what his van originally looked like, so you can see what that, that's the one that he claims was his. Now scroll down; that's his. Um. Yeah, no, that's that's not accurate. Yeah, that's that is not that's the same not, van. Not the same vehicle. In in fact, they are. That one of them's missing everything. One of them's not even a camper. <laughs> I guess props to that adjuster for not being a complete idiot. Yeah. Um but that 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 is the story of the dumbest thing I've seen this week regarding that, And that's saying something because we see a lot of really dumb stuff and we're looking for stories. But yeah, yeah, that that's the dumbest thing I've seen this week and the dumbest thing I've seen in kind of a while regarding Volkswagen vans. Another great feat. Because <laughs> I see a lot switching of switching plates though. Like who does that and doesn't 
change the VIN. Like, if that guy had slapped the VIN onto his, from his old dashboard onto that, he probably would have gotten away with it. I bet. But he didn't. And so then the insurance adjuster goes from looking at the VIN on the dashboard to looking at the VIN on the chassis and everything. It's just, oh, what an idiot. Well, uh, he, wow. Good. He got what he deserved, and that is just being a complete twat. Why does he even have a Volkswagen van? Like, there's so many better vehicles he could have. Well, again, this is not a bright person. Clearly, he's not making good decisions. And he's in Europe. He can get one of the Mercedes O-Series vans. He could I don't get... know what a Mercedes O-Series van is. Uh, I think it's called the O312. I mean, the only like... O-Series I'm interested in is a O37 Lancia. Um, um, three, one, two. <laughs> Riveting. Van. This is riveting television. Yeah, I, I'm having to look this up on this Commodore 64. Oh my god! You wish it was a Commodore 64. What, honey? It barely works. <laughs> I do like the sticker that I stare at on the back of it that says "Boot Loop Yes AC." <laughs> what? Yeah. Apparently, in January 6, 2016, it uh, was in for some service. Yes. Corey just showed Sorry, me is a picture a of a cat. Mercedes O319. If you can bring that up on oh, the screen. Trust me. This it's, keyboard sucks, man. Tru- tell me about it. At least you only have a keyboard that sucks. It is a Mercedes version. Oh, of I know what van. these yeah, are. Yeah, these are yeah, way yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. Like, those are so much cooler. Do you know what they need to do to one of these? Make Take it a camper? Take all the inspiration from a Fiat 600 Jolly in yes. that platform. So do, like... An open, that would be like, great. do a roof, but like open sides and wicker seats. That would be perfect. Boom. On that giant boom diesel Done. van. But anyway. I bet that, that thing has a 2.4 liter diesel. Probably goes like 40 miles an hour. I'm confident of it. It does not look fast at all. <laughs> uh, here, tell me tell me about Bulgaria. I'm going to. Did you so, know Bulgaria is actually the fastest uh, depopulating country in the world? <laughs> actually, we have talked about that <laughs> on Motor Cult before. Oh, yeah, we know. Weird. This anyway, is, that I wonder why. <laughs> I was going to say, this, this story now makes sense. The BMW employees that. responsible for importing and inspecting these E34 BMW 5 Series, of which there are 11 brand new, sitting in what looks like a factory in Detroit, that could be literally anywhere. That person involved. got fired, that, that's clearly. Actually, to be honest, that's probably an upscale neighborhood of Baltimore. <laughs> probably. So. But anyway, somebody discovered, uncovered rather, 11 brand new BMW 5 Series cars from somewhere between 1988 and 1995. Judging by the interiors, I'm going to guess they're 93s because they have airbags on the driver's side, but they have the narrow kidney grills. It says 94 on the... Got to be Euro, you're, then. You're, you're super close, though. I mean, that's a really good guess. In our in country, range. all of our 94s had the wide kidneys, so it's got to be a Euro thing. Anyway, um, yeah, so these, are, these, aren't, these aren't like 540s or M5s, but they're 520 and 525 models, and a lot of them were uh, manuals. Are, so inline six yep. this, with the manual been, transmission. Yep, 20, that's a very 24 valve. That's a very, seats. a very desirable car, actually. These are probably worth, you know, 30 something grand a piece still to the right person a brand new five series you should see how much you can get one for uh, i could ask the, neil I they're guess. they're legal for import yeah they are actually yeah hmm. like you could actually get one of these but i mean yeah it's, it's got well, such interesting story dude it does but and I, that's within your price range i would have to ask neil if he's willing to do it because i don't actually want to do any of that like work plus it has to get from bulgaria to the uk brian hi he imports cars from bulgaria well, he has, they've they've got a guy that does Europe, yeah. I'm, I'm not opposed to it, but it's probably going to be more than I want to spend I, on a big model five. I think, five, I think five Brian series. might be stuck in Joshua Tree uh, National Park, so I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure if he's gotten out yet. <laughs> but oh, anyway, I saw that interior, so okay, Euro, so gorge. That, that's a beautiful car. Uh, also, that is the most Bulgarian thing I've ever heard of in my life. Just 11 of those that are just sitting around in a factory somewhere in Bulgaria because there's nobody left in the country to drive them. And they're all covered in tarps, which is weird. But they're indoors, <laughs> so that's good. Yeah. No, I mean, indoors they're are They're probably here. in fabulous condition. Yeah, and they haven't rusted at all because of radiation. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, gallium or tritium or whatever. I don't know. Some sort of radio ta- radioactive. But yeah, that, that first picture, like, the, I didn't, when I first saw this story, yeah. I didn't even look at the words. So I saw the picture. I'm like, this is clearly happening in Bulgaria. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is clearly whoever was responsible for that left the country. Some drunk Bulgar that just, like, <laughs> probably died of old age and <laughs> didn't have any children because he was drunk his whole life. 
Yeah, probably. Or he did have children. They just like moved to. I kind of want to take a vacation else. to Bulgaria now, just to see what it's like. It's actually a really pretty country. Well, it can't and be that good if people just leave it in. That well, no, kind the, of the the reason that everybody's leaving it is the government doesn't like do anything to incentivize people to live there. And do really, they not incentivize it, or do they actively de-incentivize it? No, they just don't incentivize anything. And it's like oh. you you can be a doctor in Bulgaria and like have to like drive across the country to like. <laughs> get to work okay or you can like, go to estonia next year like next door and make twice as much money and work across the street from your apartment like why would you live in bulgaria so well i wouldn't yeah but that's the thing that makes bulgaria a country that's got a lot of infrastructure relative to its population well now yeah yeah and it, everything's very cheap there because yep. nobody lives there and they have the most unregistered e34 or 5 series it sounds like a great country for a car enthusiast. Yeah, as long as the roads are in okay condition, sure. Yeah, I think I think they might. Some of them might be okay. I don't know, but I've never been to Bulgaria. If yet. you have if you have a stock um, five series, then it doesn't matter because those have fantastic suspension anyway. They do, and especially when it's brand new and fresh. Although <laughs> sitting those, stationary for that long, it might need so, some. Let's say those tires and those brakes are going to be awful. Whatever. I think those had oil shocks, too, in the back, so you would have to drive them probably a lot of miles to get them to work again. Or jounce it. Well, on those, you got to take it out and put it upside down. Yeah, take it out and put it upside down, and then they work again. And then, you, well, yeah, obviously you have to put it back in. Oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah, oil shocks, in fact, we should do an interesting engineering on oil shocks someday, but it's they're fascinating. And it's hmm. also... No surprise to me at all why we don't use uh, oil shocks anymore. We use compressed gas. Yeah, no, I like oil shocks. That's what most aftermarket shocks are, actually. Yeah. Most, well, most coilovers. Yeah. Woo! Well, even non-remote, but yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I'm going to keep this super thing for next week. Cause that's going to be a little bit longer. I want to talk about that some more. Uh, what I want to talk about, though, is roundabouts. Okay. And how there aren't any roundabouts. Well, there are a few. There's a handful. Um, and they're in very inconvenient places. <laughs> it's like some small... You na- sound like a true American. It's, it's like so inconvenient. No, it's, it's like if there's, there's going to be a roundabout miss, so you're going to be in Edina, where they work swimmingly. Richfield, down 66th Street, again. Where there's they, a bunch in Forest Lake. Where they work swimmingly. I don't ever go to Forest Lake, nor do yeah. I want to. Yeah, you shouldn't. Um, but then, like, the, ma- the majority of roundabouts I see outside of Edina and Richfield are in Minneapolis, like side streets where there's an uncontrolled intersection. There's slightly more traffic than they feel comfortable with. So they put a little berm in the middle of the road. They don't widen the street at all. And they put a little pole in there saying this is a roundabout. And oh, then, are you talking oh. about the one that they tried to do in my neighborhood? Yeah, like Where that they just one. convert a regular oh, intersection they, to a no. roundabout? Yeah. They literally yeah, put literally. a traffic cone yeah. and some like cement rubber, like, yeah. You know, there's those... one of those near Scott's house too, and I actually it's fine, but like it's not a big enough intersection for No, that's the problem. Yeah. yeah. Like you're if there's yeah, if somebody parked weird, like you have to like then inch your way through that roundabout. Yeah. His um, is in like, an old neighborhood in St. Paul and it's the same problem. But no, we need more roundabouts. We do. Uh, and the reason I'm bringing this up is Just don't tell Modi. We started this podcast about a half an hour late. When we should have started about 10 minutes late, because to be fair, I was running late. Uh, yeah, but I was setting up the new computer, so it didn't Yeah, that's matter. fair. But um, I was kind of late, but no, we were like a half hour late because of this roundabout issue. And um, I ended up getting every single light between Bloomington and here. My normally 20-minute trip turned into a 35-minute trip because I kept... Having to drive, stop for five minutes, wait for everybody to go, drive another block, stop for five minutes, wait for everybody to go. It Your was, life sounds so hard. Well, it's just one of those things where it's just like I would have, I should have been here way earlier, and this is just totally ridiculous. And if we had roundabouts, like a lot of these, like I was stopped at one light, like all the traffic was stopped in Bloomington at this like one light. Yeah. Because one person had to walk across the street. That person walked across the street, went into the Burger King before the light changed again. And then when it changed, it did the turn lanes in which there were... Wait. There were two people... 
there were two people on each like kind of like turn lane and there's probably about two dozen cars just backed up waiting to go it, that's so stupid when a roundabout would have perfectly solved that problem same thing with emergency vehicles. There are some times, I swear, especially when you get multiple units responding to something at different times. Yeah, you're just... I, oh, man, I've been trapped at intersections for like three entire cycles where yeah. it like turns traffic into gridlock Yeah, no, because it's... perfectly timed emergency vehicles coming through. Stoplights, I don't know why they're so dumb. They can't figure out where they were before the cycle tripped. Well, I, I, I can get to that. I actually do know that. Perfect. Um, but Tell um, me. Educate me. I'm going to tell you in a second. There's another one in St. Louis Park on 7 and uh, Texas Avenue where it's... No oh, I know where that is. Yeah, use. that one. Yeah. I just I, I just go to the roundabouts that are four blocks over. To and the east. Yeah. Four, four blocks and three stop signs. It is faster for me to stop, come to a complete stop at each... Those are the ones by Park Tavern, right? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And you just go to that triple roundabout sort of thing. But yep. anyway, the reason uh, stoplights suck so much... Uh, they use a Intel 8008 processor, which is... 8088? No, 8008. I don't even know what that is. The 8008 predated the 8088. So it's like... It's slower than 4 megahertz? Early 1970s technology, yeah. Oh. It, it's the, the Intel's first commercially available microprocessor. So, okay, let me get this straight. Um, the $21 relay board I bought for the garage door controller here. Yeah. Has a dual core ARM processor with In two that. gigabytes of RAM and a Wi-Fi chipset on it. Yep. And it has more processing power than the stoplight. Yeah. Way more. It's got more processing power than my phone did 10 years ago. But yeah, most, like, I'm not sure about, like, brand new intersections, cause, yeah. but, like, a lot of intersections, a lot of these really stupid ones. But that's co it's a code issue, though. Because well, it, it doesn't a, know how to resume. Can, yeah, but that's that's the thing is these computers they run a basic program. So you're telling me the the coding hasn't been updated in forty years? I don't years? think so. Oh god. Because it would make sense. Yeah. And I just I do know that that's why a lot of these stoplight issues happen because a lot of even them on the are, smart lights with the inductive loops and all that. I'm not sure about the smart lights. So that's okay. the thing. I, that, that's a, th this is what I know about like why they originally have like historically sucked. Cause like back in the nineties and stuff, um, I, you know, back in the nineties and stuff, like I know for a fact that they were still running 8008s and from what I can tell I mean, here, it's not a complicated task, but yeah, what I, what I can tell here is that most of these still suck the same way they did in the nineties. In fact, some yeah. suck more. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Stoplights. I haven't, I haven't seen a lot of change in my lifetime. No, they have not changed at all, really. I think it's just a government, like, probably bought, like, a trillion 8008s. It's like corn subsidies. Yeah. <laughs> we got to use up these processors. Man. Yeah, we just have to get rid of these 8008s. We have so many 8008s. <laughs> like, so that, that might be why. Oh, God. Uh, all right. So that's that's my last topic <laughs> for today. I'll Fine. let you move I wanna on. I want to talk about Kia, then. Okay. And I, judging by your reaction, you're not at all surprised to hear me talk about the Kia. But... They sold 17,000 Stinger GTs last year. That's really awesome. Pretty good for that's, a niche car. That's like 16,995 more than Mitsubishi sold Eclipse Crosses. I did see the one they sold on the road the before red, I left. Was it, was it the red one it or was the gray red. one? The red one. Yep. So yep. that's the one I always see. Yeah. <laughs> there are two in Minnesota. <laughs> I like that. Actually, there's three because I saw a black one the other day. Oh, man. And the guy with the black one was driving during a snowstorm. He had all-wheel drive, driving during a snowstorm with his turn signal on in the fast lane going like 35. Was down it Highway 100. the right turn signal or the left turn the signal? The left turn signal. Like so, he's going to turn to a wall. Or he's like in Germany passing people. So, I, well, what I did was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what I did in my minivan with like mostly like 330 seconds left on my all seasons, mm -hmm. um, I blew past him going about twice the speed he was allegedly and i yeah i was still going well within the speed limit um, <laughs> <laughs> well that yeah that's it's amazing doing like 55 in a blizzard you feel yeah. like you're going 100 oh, yeah. well incredible. what well, i excited like zero traction whatsoever so i could turn the wheel like full lock and continue going forward so i just like jammed on the gas just blew a bunch of snow on his passenger window it was pretty funny um but yeah no the guy was just like 
yeah, the worst kind of driver. But anyway, no, I'm, I'm really happy about the Stingers. And Stingers look really, they really do. good. I saw a bunch of them in Naples. I really wish they were manual. If they were manual, they'd, oh. be, they'd be the perfect car. Well, the, you can get a Stinger with a four-cylinder, I'm pretty sure. But you can't get a manual. But the G70, you Genesis can. G70, same platform as a Stinger. You Just shorten a little bit. Same engine. Manual. Same pedal box. You could definitely manual swap I would, a Stinger. I would be excited for that. So that's something we'll have to think about in the in the future. I can't remember. Scott and I were talking the other day, and he was talking about... Uh, I, I think he's kind of getting the itch for a new car, but he's not going to do it just yet. But like to we get talked out of his about Porsche Genesis, or get, get yeah. out what? Yeah, but he wants an EV. So he wants one of those Volkswagen buzzes. Yes. That would be a Scott car. Yeah. That would definitely be a Scott car. But those car. aren't coming until like 2021, it sounds like. That'll be like. fine. Yeah, I'm just like, the element is fine. And the 911's fine. So is he going to do this to replace the 911 or to replace the Element? Uh, for sure, the Element, probably both. That's both. Well, I don't know. I think I think the Element's going to get replaced with the Buzz, and I think the 911's actually going to get replaced with a 240i six-speed convertible because it's four seats. It's a six-speed. It can do commute duty reasonably. It can do that's, track days That's another reasonably. Scott car. Yeah. And that's... that's he, I, wa- he wants an NC Miata Club. Hard time. <sighs> yes, you should do that. But that's he can't because such... it's a two-seater. Hmm. He needs the flexibility of the car seat. You know, if they made a FRS convertible, it'd be a perfect car for him. Right after those things got announced, we saw tons of renderings and like spy photos of the BRFRZ86 convertible. It looked great, and nobody's made what it. What happened? They didn't make Why? it. Why? Because millennials don't like convertibles. But apparently, since then, the Fiat 124 was announced, making that completely does redundant. That a, is that two plus two? No. Hmm. See. But the FRS convertible wouldn't be either, I'm sure. That would be. Really? So FRS is a 2 plus 2. Well, I know, but convertible. The convertible would be a 2 plus 2. Uh, They've got a lot of space between that back. Oh, no. Between that back seat I and the know. cargo area, there's plenty of space. No, what else I saw a ton of in Florida? Hmm. SC430s, the cool. bathtub gen, the homologation cars. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> Awesome. Of I want course, you to have one of those as like a I, winter beater or do, something. Do you know how happy I am to know that there's still a lot of those in Florida? Because that is the so ultimate old many. This is the ultimate old person car. And, it's and they're the all beige. Yeah, and it's in the every ultimate. Every one of them. Yeah, every single one's beige. I saw oh, a red was, one one time and I almost shit my pants. Dude, I saw a blue one once. What? Yeah, it's blue with a tan tears. They sold them in blue? Yeah, they made like I three. I bet that's not gorgeous, but like better no, it, looking. It's actually a really pretty dark blue. Like it's. One of the better navy blue cars I've seen. What was the car that um, Alana Wexler uh, inherited from Florida in Broad City that they drove? All I don't the know. Way from oh, that these were the to... the old car. Yeah. Oh, it was a uh, it was a '64 um, Coupe DeVille convertible. Okay. Just like uh, is like the same car that Tubbs drives in Miami Vice. Yeah. Another Miami Vice reference. <laughs> so proud. Um, but anyway, I, I hope. I hope the G70 sells as well as the Stinger. I want, I think, I, you know what I think? What? Is, if it, can I get a picture of it? I just want to see how the car looks. The Stinger? No, the G70. Yeah, of course. Because I, I know what a Stinger looks like. It's going to be entirely down to looks, but I think if the G70 looks four-fifths as good as the Stinger in terms of the manual, does. I think that it, it'll outsell it. Yeah, that's going to outsell it. I'm trying to find, like, one of the more flattering photos. No, I'm just looking at them. Because... I think the blue's nice. That yeah, blue looks great. I th- you know what I think is uh, it might not outsell the Stinger, but it sure as shit is going to outsell the Lexus uh, IS. I was listening to the uh, Everyday Driver podcast, which is also really good. Yeah, um, they are really good. And they were talking about uh, things they wanted to do in 2019. And they also have a show on Velocity, so they're going to get a G70 for that, but they don't know which one yet. And they said the opposite configuration that they get for the show, they're going to do a Fast Blast which is their small form factor internet show against the BMW G23 series. And I fully expect the Genesis G70 to vomit in the face of the three series. Oh, I mean, I'll tell you that right now. They will. Because, I mean, this car actually looks pretty good. It's like... No, th- this car offers everything that like a Lexus IS does, but without a Predator face. But it's still aggressive looking. Yeah. It doesn't look like Predator with his mask. It's a good combo. It's, it's got the same build as a Julia, kind of. Like the same musculature, yeah, and and it's not a Julia because the Julia is for like masochists. Well, the Julia you can't get a manual. Yeah, it's automatic only. It's for masochists. I mean, I if if you could get a Julia, even the four cylinder with a stick, I would. 
I would get it. I would at that point. At that point, it'd be that. worth it. That's such a cool car. It looks really nice, but no, I G seventy. That's that's. Uh, I think that's the motor cult car of the year in twenty eighteen, right? If not, uh, it should be. Uh, we, we actually didn't do that yet. We we ended up not because uh, we are currently going through that whole name change oh, right. thing. So well, we could do the podcast awards. Well, I suppose it doesn't make yeah, it doesn't make sense to do it until we rename it. We should probably get on that, huh? Well, we are on it. We're just waiting for additional names. So I haven't even logged into the Trello board or whatever that was. I, it Trello, yeah. I I, I like I like the name Voitois. Voiturette. Yeah. Or the thing oh, is, it's so oh, hard to. Say I came up with another one. Get um, people to off camber. Would be a good name. I'm not sure if there's an off camber podcast. I feel like there is. Uh I do like that. We'll have That's to search. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look that up. I can't. If you guys with... are listening, don't take that if it's available. Drinks. No, no, no. We we mentioned it first, so we obviously have first rights to that. Okay, good. So good, very fine. Yeah, I do like that. All right, and yeah. actually, it's now recorded forever. That we came up with that on one five twenty nineteen at one forty one p.m. It's not even on the live stream right now. Yeah. So. so there you go. Back yeah. off. Off camber. I like that. That's a really good name, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I think um, let's uh, let's leave it at that. And Sounds good. Um, yeah, was, th- we'll cover the rest of the stuff on Wednesday. Yeah, it's we, we it's all things the time are, here I've today. Got, <laughs> well, I've got one more topic, but it's. Uh, it's going to go a little bit longer than I want to do for the episode. I so. already added it to the notes yeah. for Wednesday anyway. We'll, we'll talk so. about it for Wednesday. I'm um, <laughs> checking Wednesday, and we're going to talk about the Mark IV Toyota Supra. So there's that. Amongst other things. Yes, amongst other things. Including a really cool, interesting engineering. Yes, it is very true. <laughs> Thank you for right, listening, guys. and we'll catch you on Wednesday. Yep, catch Bye. you Wednesday. Bye. <laughs>